Everybody, this is Sophie, and welcome to episode 341 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the college baseball regionals. We're going to talk about my recent trip to New York City, and we're going to talk about cottage cheese. What could be more exciting than that? We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that yet. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. You have two levels there, a $5 level where you get two bonus episodes every month and an $8 level where you get two bonus episodes and a live episode every month. Our first Patreon episode in June is going to be all about this recent round of vacation planning that we've done and how we mapped out our two trips to two very different places. It's going to be a lot of fun to break down and we hope you will join us there. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop at amazon.com slash bigboo, where you can find lots of things that we love and love to use. Alrighty, here we go with episode 341. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Well, you've seen some baseball. You've Listen. Uh-huh. You've lived. What I didn't know about the West Coast Regional was that the time <laughs> difference. What I didn't know, because time zone math isn't my strong suit. No, no. And, and, and why would it be? But well, I asked you yesterday because I knew I was coming home yesterday and I was like, what time do y'all play? And when you said eight, I was like, oh goodness, that's going, yeah. that's going to stretch out a minute. No. Well, and now, so we're recording this on Monday. And so we lost last night. We had to win one game. We had to win one game against a tired Stanford team. And we could not do that. And in fact, lost 13 to five. So I have a lot of feelings about that. But now I woke up to the news this morning that we play again at eight tonight, which I realize is six on the West Coast, but it's eight here. Mm-hmm. And I listen, my friend Casey texted me and she because she listens to the podcast and she said, I've never felt more like I'd be squeezed to death by a python. Uh-huh. And that it was just you're just you're sitting there and you're like, we're right here. But I see the way this is going and I see what our pitching options are here. Mm-hmm. And none of this mm-hmm. looks good. None of this yeah. looks good. Well, so. last night watching y'all's game initially, and I told Melanie earlier, I should have never texted her because yeah. initially I felt like there was no Stanford pitcher who was really going to be able to get the ball across the plate. It was yes. It was really bad early on for them. So I was like, oh, this is good for the Aggies. And then the Aggies bats came alive in the first inning. And so yep. it all looked so promising it until did. until it did not. Uh-uh. So, but uh-uh. you still got one more chance, which I mean, it beats no chances, right? Yeah, we do. So we play Stanford again tonight. You know, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, the thing about Stanford is, and I knew this going in, is they can hit the ball like nobody's business. Right. And so our pitching was going to have to be a game pitching for us to shut their bats down, which we did not manage to do last night. So we'll see. But I'm going to say that I talked to Gully this morning, and this is where we are because 
we were both like, oh, like the worst. Like you're sitting there. And part of it is, is I'm like, the problem is, is on Tex Ags, everybody got on there and put the cart ahead of the horse. And they were like, oh, who's going to host the super regional against the horns? <laughs> is it going to be in Austin? Is it going to be in College Station? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, hey, y'all, let's just worry about getting to the super regional first. Yeah. yeah. And I've been an Aggie long enough to know the super regional is going to be in Austin, y'all. It's not going to be in yes. college station. I hope that I'm wrong about that if that mm-hmm. opportunity comes up. But I'm just saying that the NCAA has proven that what is going to happen is that that game is going to be in Austin. And that's mm-hmm. where it's going to be. I hope that I'm wrong. But Gully and I were so disgruntled this morning about baseball in general that she said, and you know something else? She goes, why are baseball coaches the only sport where they wear the uniform as the players? That's stupid. That's dumb. I, put a I, had the, man. I had the same discussion, the <laughs> same discussion with Alex not too long ago. I, it's ridiculous. Why do they do it? Why like, do why? they do it? And then we just watch them stroll out to talk to an umpire, <laughs> stroll out to the pitching mound, and they're wearing a costume. Yes. I don't. Why? That's it's the only sport. It's the only. <laughs> it's the only sport, and it's bizarre. She said, "Here's this middle-aged man wearing a baseball costume." <laughs> For why? He's not going to play. He's not going to throw a pitch. Like, put him in some joggers in a sweatshirt or something. Like, but why do they wear the uniform? When did that start? And why is that continually perpetuated? Because, like, Jimbo isn't wearing, like, a jersey on the side of the, you know? I know. Steph and I talked about it, too, at the SEC tournament. I mean, it's just when you when you sit back, if you're not... If you're not used to the game, if you just kind of look at it as a, a, you know, just an impartial observer, you're like, well, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what they'd sit in the dugout in. I don't know what they'd wear. No. Because they are in the dugout. But I I feel like they could just do shorts and a t-shirt and a cap. You know? I agree. I agree. Or some like nice kind of, you know, some of those like pants, you know, like the, the dry fit pants type yeah, thing, you yeah. know, like something like that with like a, an A&M baseball t-shirt or something, but like why the uniform with the hat and the whole deal? Like I know, I know, I know. when at the Kentucky game, when Alabama was playing Kentucky and Kentucky, one of the Kentucky coaches was on the, the third baseline uh-huh. in the little spot. And I just, I really studied it for a minute and I was like, this is just a bizarre phenomenon. It I is. mean, it's just, it's just, it's a bizarre practice. Nobody, we, none of us really, you know, even blink an eye about it anymore uh-uh. Uh-uh. or ever, but it's, and then when you think it continues in the pros where you're, yeah. you're dealing with a whole different level of grown man, I, it's, it's yeah. something else. And, I they know. All, and they all wear the uniform, but I will say that, I mean, I have watched a lot of baseball over the weekend and there have been some great games. I'm going to tell you that that Tennessee Clemson game, oh. uh, I think it was Friday night where Tennessee came back. And went and tied it up, and then it went 14 innings, and Clemson lost. Clemson fans, I felt that for y'all. I felt oh. that deep in my soul. It was awful. Well, in Alabama, like going to the Super Regional, they've just they've had a time, and so for Alabama to do that, but and of course we were out of town, so I was keeping up like in bits and pieces uh-huh. with what was happening. But the TCU Arkansas game. Oh, listen. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No, no. I was not expecting Mm -mm. that. Mm -mm. But that kid hit two grand slams. I think they said before that he had hit two home runs on the whole year and then hit two grand slams in back-to-back innings. I mean, how does that even happen? It was brutal. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was brutal. So it was, um, but man, there's been some great baseball. 
I wish you all the best well, tonight. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. I mean, it's all fine. You know, this is this team is I feel like this team has been held together with duct tape and tinfoil kind of all year where it's bits mm-hmm. and pieces. And I don't know why our pitching staff is so inconsistent, but I feel like we really showed out during the SEC tournament. And then now it's like we're back to what I knew that we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't know why. I mean, I hope we can shake it off because I really, I'd like this team a lot. I think they look like they're having a good time. I think it looks like they've kind of gelled, but our pitching, I don't understand what's happening with our pitching. So hopefully yeah. we can pull it together tonight and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I feel like now we've got Stanford believing in themselves, which is really sure. the worst thing that could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. The pitching is the trickiest piece of this time of year. It's mm-hmm. just, it's such a puzzle mm-hmm. when, when you're playing this many games, you know, and, and, such a high pressure situation and you're trying to also think about what could possibly be down the road and, and who are you trying to get ready for down the road, yeah. but who do you need to save in case you go to a, a another game? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a, but the, here's the thing today you can throw knowing that, that, that regardless you won't play for another few days today, you can throw whoever's arms are feeling the best. That's it. You got to go with the kitchen sink. And I could tell yeah. last night that after Schloss pulled Cortez and I can't remember the kid's name that he put in. I'm sorry, but he put him in, but I think he'd only pitched two other games. And I was like, it's because Schloss knows tonight is over. You know what I mean? We're down eight runs and he's like, we're going to get through and we're not going to try to win this game. Yeah. Um, And I understand because eight runs and our bats weren't doing anything. And, you know, and I told Gully, I said, and then we have these random Stanford pitchers, which is what we do where we make them, they've had the game of their life. You know, you got a kid coming in with a 13.2 ERA. (laughs) And he's pitching a shutout against us. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, I know. Listen, it's fine. It's all fine. This is, this is part of, you know, it's part of being an Aggie fan. It's, it's, it's part of it. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store in the hot summertime and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. You can reach your goals with delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes too. I hate figuring out what's for dinner. That is not at the top of anybody's summer activity wish list. And HelloFresh delivers mouth-watering chef-crafted recipes and fresh ingredients to your door so you can spend your summer doing, well, whatever you want. I love that they have great snacks. They help me get out of recipe ruts. HelloFresh has been a great solution to cooking for just Perry and me because I get so burned out. Either one of us can cook these meals. I don't have to think about what we're having. I don't have to think about how much food we need. It's the perfect amount and gets me out of my cooking mud. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and so there's a wider array of meal plans to choose from. There's something for everyone. I love to switch between the brands, and now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo16 and use code BigBoo16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo16 and use code BigBoo16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. You'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So tell us about New York. On a happier note, tell us about New York. Oh, we had the best time. We David and I went to New York for a few days. Our 26th anniversary was last week. And so we actually left on our anniversary day and then 
we um, we took the early flight to New York. And um, so we got to our hotel at like 10 in the morning. And I didn't think that we were going to have to, I mean, I didn't think they were going to be able to give us a room, but you never, it never hurts to ask, right? Yeah. And so we were staying at a place we had never stayed before in a part of town where we had never stayed before. And I don't think either one of us realized how sort of remote the hotel was Mm -hmm. from the stuff that we like to do or the places that we might want to walk until we actually got to it. Okay. But on the, on the drive across Midtown, we were sort of like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But you know, we'll, we'll give it a go. We'll see. Yeah. Well then, so we go in and I, I go up to the desk and I, tell the guy our name and just say, you know, is there any chance you have a room ready? Mm-hmm. And he said, no. And um, I said, okay. I said, well, can we go ahead and check in? Which I've every hotel I've ever been to, even if you, you know, your room's not ready, you can go ahead and check in and yeah. then they can just text you and say, you, you can go to your room now or whatever. And he said, like, he kind of looked at me and he went, but I mean, you don't have a room. Oh. And so then I was immediately angry. I was uh-huh. like, well, sir, now you and I are in a fight because. Was his name uh-huh. Doug? Was his name Doug? <laughs> so we're in a fight. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, I mean, we can store your luggage, but you can't check in until your room's ready. So, mm. so I was immediately put off and there were just, so David and I left our luggage there and we went to get something to eat and we sat down and I said, hey, I think we should stay somewhere else. Like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm usually one to say like, you know, it's just a few days. And I said, I can't, we can't cancel right now. We'll have to pay a penalty, but yeah. we can stay there two nights and then go somewhere else for two nights. And I should be able to change the reservation without a penalty. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what we did. And it was fine. It was, it was, yeah. it was not close to anything really, but we switched to the Marriott Marquis, which, you know, is like smack dab in the middle of everything because all we were really doing is going to shows we didn't have big hopes to do a bunch of sightseeing or anything yeah yeah so and it was great we loved it that was the first time we've stayed there and it turned out to be just what we needed so oh, that's good anyway but I did kind of get tickled because you know up until like 20 maybe 2016 yeah 20 mm-hmm. 2015 2016 I couldn't stand a musical like I thought they were ridiculous. Yeah. They got on mm-hmm. my nerves. And then and then and then along came Hamilton and then along came Dear Evan Hansen. And now I love a musical and I, I'll see any musical. And David loves plays because he you know, he'll he likes a story. He's a big reader. He's a big like drama watcher of TV shows. Like he just he likes stories. And so it's one of the most unexpected things I think where suddenly yeah. we found something that we like to do together so we had a delightful time and we That's saw a ton so of good. stuff yes it was very fun we went to see Sweeney Todd was I guess that was Friday night we had Sweeney Todd tickets yeah and um and I was excited about that because one of my girls from Briarwood her husband is actually in the show and so I was super excited about getting to see him do his thing and all that kind of stuff yeah and um, but I didn't know anything about Sweeney Todd I, I didn't know the story I, I didn't like I didn't listen to anything beforehand I kind of like to go in cold yeah well what I didn't anticipate was that everybody in the show used this kind of Cockney accent Mm, okay. I think I did actually know that, which is a real random thing for me to know, but somehow okay. I didn't know that. Well, I had a little bit of trouble keeping up with the story as a mm-hmm. result, because mm-hmm. I felt like my mama. I, I Like there were times where I wanted to get, now hold on, what did she say? 
<laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very confused for probably the first 20 to 25 minutes of the show. Try, I was working so hard mm-hmm. to stay in it. Like, of course, I could recognize these people are crazy gifted. Yeah. Josh Groban is extraordinary. Annalie Ashford, who plays the female lead, is sensational. She's mm-hmm. hysterical. Like, these people are very talented. But I'm real unclear on some of the finer points of the plot. So I didn't say anything while we were, you know, at the show or whatever. And so, and David knew the story, but anyway, we were walking back to the hotel and he said, what did you think? And I said, I just, I have some questions. Yeah. He said, anyway, we got so tickled at, at like, at the conclusions I had come to for myself (laughs) (laughs) in the interest of sticking with the story. Yes. And so I was like, okay, so why was he in prison? And he said, well, he had been wrongly imprisoned for like 15 years. And I was like, well, I missed that completely. (laughs) I said, I thought they had been on a journey and had just struck up a friendship. So then I was also very confused about, about one of the characters relationships to an older man. And I thought it was, it was inappropriate, but, but it was much, it was not as inappropriate as I had come to the conclusion. Okay. So at the end of the show, when that, that man who played the older man came out for the curtain call, the man next to me went, boo, because he was a bad guy. And I was like, that's exactly right. Just boo. And, but it was the, the relationship was not what I thought. I, I was, I, I really, I, I should have maybe investigated the plot. That would my, my, be my encouragement to anybody who's going to see it. Maybe okay. just have a general outline of events okay. before you go into that. Because between the accents and then there were just a couple of times where I had trouble hearing the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It would have been helpful if I had, if I had not been so confused. Yes. No, so. I totally get it. I'm, I think we're at this, I hate to say that we're at this age, but I'm going to tell you this, this is going to circle back around to this. But this weekend when I was watching our game, when I put it on ESPN Plus, because that's another thing, all of our games have been on ESPN Plus, which sure. I can't even deal with. But, and we've had some announcers from the West Coast who know nothing about Aggie culture at mm-hmm. all. Um, but I accidentally somehow it had subtitles on and at first I put it on I was like well these subtitles are driving me crazy and then I was like I actually can understand what's going on (laughs) you know like it was I was like am I at subtitles years old you know like it helped so it's like maybe if you could have had subtitles that would have helped you a lot well the first thing we went to see we went to because when we couldn't get in the hotel we're like well let's just go see something and so we went and got tickets at the box office for a a musical Mm -hmm. and I didn't love it so I won't get into what it was but okay I'm mean, not because it was bad. It just was not for me. Uh-huh. And so, but I noticed that a woman on the row in front of me somehow had, she, I guess there's a way you can, you can access the subtitles like on a device if you have, oh. if you're hard of hearing. Uh-huh. And so she would like the, to so the, the dialogue would pop up on a, like a phone kind of device as she was watching and the screen was oh. turned way down. So it wasn't a distraction. Yeah. But I thought, Oh, that's fascinating. Listen, I longed for that thing during Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I longed for it. <laughs> I, I would have given anything because yes. the, the Cockney accent is not hard to understand necessarily, but if somebody's turned away and you're confused about the plot to begin with, like oh, yeah. it would have just been helpful. And, and David had even asked me ahead of time. He was like, okay, so 
do you feel like you need to read a little bit about Sweeney Todd? I was like, oh, no, uh-uh. I'm going to mm-hmm. go in cold. Yeah. I went in cold to Into the Woods when Alex and them did it. Well, I'm going to tell you that the speed at which high schoolers perform a Stephen Sondheim musical is real different than what's happening on Broadway. Yeah, so, I think so. And plus, I got to see Into the Woods three times. So, I, you know, I got to clear up any misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Do you want to smell better? Let's face it, our underarms aren't the only place that we have odor. And that is why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's a new whole body deodorant that works everywhere. Lumi was created by an OB-GYN who discovered it. It's uniquely formulated. It's pH balanced deodorant that you can use wherever you need to fight odor on your body. It's aluminum free. It's skin safe. It's clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. And new customers can get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code BIGBOO at lumideodorant.com. Here is what I love about it. I've been using it for about a month now. It rolls on smooth. It feels soft on my skin. It's not irritating. And I have the toasted coconut, which smells so great. It's like a trip to the beach. It's the perfect summertime smell. And it really works after I walk the dogs, after I work out. I'm amazed that I do not smell bad. I love it and I am sold. In fact, the other day I tried to use my normal deodorant and I was like, no, the Lumi is what I love now. It is safe to use anywhere on your body. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control it for up to 72 hours. Unlike some deodorants that try to mask it, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balanced, and they have so many fresh, great scents. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code BIGBOO at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code BIGBOO. Well, there were two highlights of the trip, and and Melanie and I are going to talk about kind of the planning of our summer trips on our Patreon, our first Patreon this month. But two big highlights of the trip for me: we went to see Shucked the first night we were there. I think that Wednesday night, maybe. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you know about Shucked. It's a musical about corn. Okay, and which it's... I mean, I mean, sold, sold. <laughs> But the music is written by Shane McAnally and and Brandy Clark, who are two Nashville songwriters. So it's got a whole country feel. And you know going in, like, oh, this is probably going to be corny. And it is corny. But in the best way. Like, it just embraces what it is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't try to be anything other than what it is. It's hilarious. I mean, like, so, so, so funny. I loved it. Like, that is my speed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there were there were messages in there, but it was fantastic. I loved it so much to the point that I, I wanted to go back and see it again, which would have been really indulgent. But okay. like, and we didn't, but I hope I'll see it again some other time. It was fantastic. Everybody in it was incredible. And, and I can't even tell you how much we laughed. Like, and I think you're the same way when something gets David tickled, like mm-hmm. listening to him laugh is one of my favorite things. Yeah. I don't know. And so when we see something and we both think it's funny, that's mm-hmm. like best, that's best day ever. Oh, so for sure. 
it was it was so great. I loved it so much, and I I feel like I'll I'll evangelize for it for a long time. And then the second thing I want to mention is we went to see Sean Hayes's play, which is called Goodnight Oscar. It's a one act play. It's like an hour and a half, no intermission, which is apparently has been like um kind of a project of the heart for him to put this story on stage. He, and this is the guy who played Jack and Will and Grace and who co-hosts the Smartless podcast. Mm -hmm. He was so incredibly brilliant. And I cried for the last 15 minutes of that show. And I don't, I still haven't really gotten to the bottom of why Mm -hmm. it, I, I have a general idea, but I don't really know the specifics, but it was so good and so moving and it's a limited engagement. Like he's not going to do it forever. Yeah. But he was just, he was brilliant. Everybody in it was. And I think, you know, I think it, there's something about this place where I am, which is at the beginning of a book to go mm-hmm. see all these people who are so gifted yes. and so yeah so faithful to exercise their gifts is mm-hmm. really, really, really encouraging to mm-hmm. me. And so yeah. it was kind of, it was, it was a kind of perfect timing in that regard to get to see people do their thing, you know, when I'm trying to, to gear up to really you I know, agree. hit the, hit the, the accelerator with the book stuff. Yeah. That's how I felt when I saw, went and saw Ben Rector, you know what I yes. mean? Like, and watching like Leanne Morgan's special on Netflix. Like there's certain people where you're like, this is just creative genius. And it, it, it feels very inspirational at a time yes. where I'm, where true story, I woke up this morning and thought, I'm just going to email my publisher and let them know. Thank you. But no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the summer of Melanie. I do not in fact want to write a book. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I really uh-huh. do get it. Yeah. I mean, so, so it was just, it was really, I, we walked out of Goodnight Oscar and I told David, we were walking down the street and I said, that was one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen in my life. Oh, like, I love that. Just, oh my gosh. And I don't usually, David loves a play. I don't really uh-huh. like, play, I think sometimes plays are boring and they always want to do a play about something that I had to read when I was in grad school. Uh-huh. Like yeah. David had said before, he was like, do you want to go to see a doll's house? And I was like, oh no, uh-uh. uh-huh. I had to no, read that. Uh-huh. No, uh-uh. I do not. No, no uh-huh. Ibsen for me. But I, I just, and like, even when we went to see To Kill a Mockingbird a few years ago, I mean, it was fine, but it's never going to touch the book for mm-hmm. me, you know, Yeah, for sure. But, but let me tell you something, Sean Hayes is something else. And so it was just, it was really encouraging. And then we also went to see some like it hot, which is mm-hmm. a musical. And I love tap dancing. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know this about me, but I took tap dancing until I was a senior in high school. Oh, I did and not know that. This You did not know that? Did you no. not know that about me? Mm-hmm. I did not know. I knew that you had done some tap dancing. I didn't realize oh, yeah. that you were as committed to it as you were. Oh, yeah. I took tap dancing from first grade until 12th grade. Okay. And I'm not saying I can really tap dance anymore, although I still can do a time step and a few other things. But I can't do that thing. I can't do the wings, you know, where you uh-huh. do your arms and your feet out at the same time. But it had so much. It was so, like, so dancey in the, the so many, like, big organs stress sounds and it was just like upbeat and fun and so it was a it was a great trip and highly recommend okay that's so good that's so good I love a good trip I know I know we both had we've had good trips so we got home yesterday afternoon and Alex picked us up from the airport and we got to catch up with him and then I got home and unpacked and then I sat down and watched baseball so okay there you have it 
It was over a year ago when David and I received our Helix mattress, and we still love it. It was super easy to unbox when we got it, so easy to set it up, and I can't even tell you how much we look forward to getting in the bed and relaxing on that mattress every night. We wake up feeling so rested and refreshed, and it is the best mattress we have ever had. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that, and so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses, mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, mattresses great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. David and I took the Helix quiz, and we were matched with the Moonlight mattress. Now, we have some very specific needs from a mattress. I like to be all wrapped up, almost like I'm a burrito at night, but David sleeps on his back, I sleep on my side or stomach, and so we needed a mattress that met all of those needs. Without question, our Moonlight mattress from Helix has done that. I still get in bed at night and think, how is something this comfortable? And I will tell you, after I have traveled, just like we did this past week, I cannot wait to get home and be in my own bed again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Our weekend, it was just, it was baseball. It was kind of doing some stuff that we needed to get done. We went and had dinner at um, our friends, the Riddiman's houses last night, and that was fun. And um, she made a jalapeno cheese popper dip that I will think about forever that I've already asked for the recipe for because it was so good. Yum. It was really good. Um, It was just, I mean, like as soon as Perry tasted it, he was like, oh, Melanie's just going to eat that for dinner. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. just straight up. So um, anyway, that was fun. And then now we're just kind of getting our week. But then you and I are leaving for Boston on Thursday. Yes, we are. We're going to Boston. Yeah. We're going to see Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are doing a a live show. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what the show is. Do you? Well, it's funny because, okay, so uh, Gully's sister, uh, Sarah, went to go see it. And so like back when it was in Virginia. And so I messaged her and I said, hey, tell me about the show. And she said, it is really good. So she raved about it. She said, it's really good. It's really nostalgic. It's very, if you love Saturday Night Live in the 90s, you're going to love it. Like, so I feel, so it made me excited about it. So she said it was great. Yeah. We really, I mean, like one day, whenever this was back at the beginning of the year, I saw something about how they were going to be on tour. And I texted you and I was like, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are going on tour. Let's go. And you said, okay. Yeah. And so Boston was the date that worked for us. And so we're going. And and I've only been to Boston one time last summer and only for a night. Uh And we're going for a couple of nights. Yeah. We're going to explore. We're going to make ourselves get out of our hotel rooms. That's right. We're not going to sit in the hotel room and eat cheese, which would probably be our initial sort of Mm go-to activity. But we need to go see some things. I know. Yeah, I'm excited. And the weather, it's going to be cool there. So I'm like, I'm going to have to pivot because I was thinking about what I was going to wear. But I'm like, oh, it's I think it's going to be I'm I'm summer in San Antonio and this summer in Boston is different. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Highs in the 60s, my I friend. Mean, oh, that sounds delightful. I know. We had New York weather was like that. It was one day it was hot, but mostly it was in the 70s. And mm-hmm. it was it was just fantastic. Like, oh. what is it? What is a life where you can walk outside in June and not sweat to death? It's, I know. 
it's remarkable. So I'm excited about Boston. I, yeah. I don't have any idea what kind of hijinks will be involved, but I think we'll have a, a big time. I know. I'm real excited about it. I'm real excited. The only thing I'm not excited about is that my flight leaves at 7 a.m. And I I do hate an early morning flight because I'm not going to sleep the night before. And then I'm going to get a, it's just, it's going to be a whole thing, but it's fine. I'm going to rally. It's, I can sleep later. It's, it's all fine. But I just, I wish you could get somewhere early without having to leave early is what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish I could, I'd like that I'm going to be in Boston by one, but what right. I wish is that that mean I had to leave so early in the morning. I know I have to fly to New York and then fly from New York to Boston, Okay, which I just made that flight twice you know the Birmingham mm-hmm. to New York flight and so anyway but it'll be fine I leave I leave real early I leave yeah. at six and okay. I oh and I didn't sleep this past week before David and I left I didn't sleep before I mm-hmm. went and I was so tired but I pushed through and so yeah. I'll and listen we can always get in our hotel rooms and nap if we need to that's you know? true that's true mm-hmm. I know so it'll all be great it's going to be great okay I thought when we were on our trip that there's one thing that I wanted to talk to you about that we haven't talked about oh what well, I feel like, and somebody else mentioned this to me on on Instagram, and it was a good reminder for me because it's been in the back of my mind for a couple of months, is that um, cottage cheese has gotten a glow up. Don't you feel like? I do feel like all of a sudden I'm seeing a lot of cottage cheese. I uh-huh. do. Yeah. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, and my mama loved cottage cheese. Oh, she yeah. liked Borden's cottage cheese. It was mm-hmm. a staple in our house. She would uh-huh. eat cottage cheese and a grapefruit in the morning for breakfast. Because that like, was, if you were on a diet, if you were trying to lose weight in the 70s, that's it right. was all about the cottage cheese. It yes, was all about the cottage cheese. All about it. But now we're into, co- there's cottage cheese toast, which actually mm-hmm. is delicious. Okay, um, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's so, I had it this morning. I did, I, here's what I did, because I didn't have... I didn't have a lot here because I've got to go to the grocery store this afternoon, but I did a piece of toast and then I did cottage cheese on top. And then I had some organic strawberry preserves from Trader Joe's Mm. and I dolloped just a little bit on top of the cottage cheese. And then I was like, well, I need some crunch. And all I had that was crunchy were some pistachio nuts. So I just like sprinkled those across the top and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds pretty good. I'm going to be honest. That sounds pretty good. I like cottage cheese. I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. Do you, will you eat it just straight out of the carton? I will with salt and pepper. I'll eat it straight out of the carton. Now, Me too. yeah, I like it just like that because it's good. It's cheesy. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's cottagey. It's cottagey. <laughs> yes. Cheesy and cottagey. And so it works. I don't really know exactly what it is, but it's, it's really good. Somebody mentioned, and this again was on Instagram, that whoever had been responsible for Kale's glow up a few years ago had gotten a hold of cottage cheese. Now, you know, we get these trendy uh-huh. foods. Yeah. Avocado got it about 10 years ago, got uh-huh. a whole like PR campaign. Then we had Kale. Yeah. Cottage cheese seems to be the 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 front runner this year. And yeah. I've even seen on TikTok where people will put cottage cheese in the blender and then they'll whip it up and it becomes oh. kind of like a like a thicker ricotta in a way. Oh, that's fascinating. And they'll drizzle it with hot honey or something, which okay. sounds really good to me. Yeah. So I don't, I'm just, I, what I'm telling you is I'm going to explore my cottage cheese options this summer. I'm going to really lean into it. Uh, I've got a whole new container coming from in the grocery order this afternoon. So I'm, I'm really 
um, I'm excited about the cottage cheese possibilities. Okay. Well, keep us posted on that. Keep us mm-hmm. posted on that journey because I do agree with you that it feels like there's certain things that all of a sudden you're like, somebody got a hold of this. Either they got yeah. a new marketing team or something mm-hmm. like cauliflower. Remember when we but were yes, cauliflower. cauliflower? Yes. And so, you know, it's just, it's, it's a whole thing. So one day on our trip, David and I decided that we were going to go to, we were going to go downtown. We would just go down there and find somewhere to eat lunch. So we go downtown. We go on the subway. He had looked up this restaurant. We go in. And I was in one of those places where I did not want to make a decision about anything. I was not super hungry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 nothing really sounded good. You know, like I was just kind of about, about yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. I, I said, I think I'm probably just going to get like a cheese board or something I can kind of nibble on. So he said, well, how about I order a couple of appetizers? I said, that sounds great. Yeah. So he ordered, um, so I can't even remember, but one of the things he ordered, he, he just kind of spontaneously said, and we'll take some of the buttermilk chicken bites. Oh, oh, okay. We each had one, one tiny piece of those chicken bites. Mm, And as soon as I took a bite, your, your word came to me, which (laughs) is chickeny, very chickeny. And so David took a bite and I I felt like he was chewing for a long time. You know what I mean? Uh And Uh he kind of, he kind of tilted his head and I said, I'm going to tell you right now about a word that Melanie has, which is Uh when something is too chickeny. Yeah. And he said, that's exactly what this is. And it had some kind of sauce on it. It didn't matter. It was that chicken needed about, I would say four to five more minutes in the fryer. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Oh, I know exactly. He said, I can only hope that, uh, that this is really cooked through because it doesn't taste like it's cooked through. Oh, And so that led to a big discussion about what meat is actually good to us right now. Mm. Are there any meats that are actually good to us right now? It was, it was difficult to come up with anything. It really was. I just, I'm, I'm very tired of all meat, I think, except maybe fish. I'm not tired of fish, but, but anything shrimp, I can do shrimp, but that's, that's about all I want, I think. Okay. Perry's cooking fish tonight. And so I can do, I can do Perry's fish because Mm -hmm. I know the process. I know that it was swimming like two days ago. I know the way it was cleaned. I know the whole thing. I know Mm -hmm. how he's going to cook it. And so I can do that. I, I can't really do restaurant fish right now Mm -hmm. Um, or Mm -hmm. really ever. That's a, that's a rarity (laughs) for me. That's a, that's a, it's usually a hard no. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So there's that. Chicken completely out to me. Yeah. Chicken is mm-hmm. completely out right now. In fact, the other day I even went through Chick-fil-A and I was like, I'm going to just get some nuggets. And they were too chickeny. They were, it was the fat nuggets and they aren't letting you say anymore that you want them cooked like extra crispy. At least our Chick-fil-A isn't. Okay. And so I was like, okay, so I'm out on these. I feel like the only thing I really like right now is I would still go get a good steak somewhere. Yes. Yes. Sure. Like any, like that. And then we have a lot of venison here, which is what we eat. And like that I can eat like it, that in its ground version. But there again, I know where it's, I know where it Mm -hmm. came from. I know Mm -hmm. where it's come from. I know that we've processed it. I know what it is. I know that I'm the one cooking it. And so that I feel okay about, but other than that, pretty much, pretty much out. The other day, I was talking to my dad about when he first went to work after college graduation in 1968, and we were talking about how different the world was then, and he was telling me about their technology and the way he had to stop at payphones to make his sales calls, 
And it was so fascinating because I thought this is a whole thing that I've never heard about before and we've never talked about. And right now the year is going by so fast and Father's Day is coming up. And so this year I thought I want to give my dad a gift that is truly unique and meaningful, a gift that'll make him feel special and loved. And that's why I'm giving him StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift, better than a tie that they're not gonna wear, and it connects you to those who matter most. So every week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of options. There are questions that maybe you've never asked. What's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or if you could see into the future, what would you wanna find out? And then after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you will be able to share and revisit and pass down. I love that this will be something that Caroline can have and then ultimately her kids can see to know who my dad is. The book is going to be amazing, but the journey there is going to be a gift too. I can't wait to read the weekly stories that he shares over the course of the next year. You can give all the dads in your life a unique, meaningful gift that you'll all cherish for years. Story worth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash bigboo. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash bigboo to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash bigboo. It's funny because last week, I can't remember what day it was, but it was sometime after. And, you know, we'd been on our trip and there again, all of our meals were so good, but I was just ready for something that wasn't restaurant food. Yes. And I went to Central Market and bought like all the fresh fruits and vegetables. Like I got peaches and I got mangoes and I got watermelon and I got berries. And I mean, I I feel like that is what I've been living on. And then I got Mm -hmm. like the cucumbers are so fresh right now and the tomatoes are so fresh and I'm like, that, that all sounds good to me. Yes, um, I but, agree. But meat, I could take or leave. But, you know, when we were on our trip at Handfire Pizza, we got this. It was like an appetizer, but it was arugula. And then it had burrata that was like had salt and pepper on it. And then fresh tomatoes and then like a balsamic reduction glaze on it. Mm-hmm. And it was so delicious. And I was like, I could eat this every single night. And Perry was like, I don't even want to eat this tonight. You know, so that's... <laughs> That's the problem. I'm I'm kind of in the same place. Yeah, fruit is delicious. Tomatoes, yes. Mm-hmm. All that's anything that's fresh. I'm I'm great with, but I'm I don't know. Yeah. I'm struggling a little bit. No. Well, while we're in Boston, we can find some arugula and with a <laughs> with a light lemon yes. dressing. Yes, and we can split a steak, and we'll be all good. Yes, mm-hmm. that sounds great. Sounds perfect. So, is it time for five favorites? Speaking of, listen, let's just say that I thought the bungee dress looked darling. I mean, oh, thank you. Thank I thought you. it looked real cute. So that was one of your five favorites last week. And I thought it looked like it served you well in New York. So thank you. It was very comfortable. It's a little, it's a little longer than I would like. Okay. Uh, but, but still, that's not a bad thing when you're walking around in something like that. You no. know, you don't want it to be so short that the wind can catch it. But, no, you do not. But I, I did enjoy it. Maybe okay, I'll bring okay. it to Boston. Maybe it can make its its shankle debut. Yes, I would, love it. Uh-huh, I would love it. Uh-huh. I would love it. I would love it. Okay. My first thing is I have been looking for a while 
um, I'd had some sports bras that I had really liked. And then I kind of had decided I didn't like them. And one of my, <laughs> one of my, well, cause here's my whole thing about them. I hate, and I get that when we put in the padding, but that every time you wash them, that the pads come flying out, you know yes. what I mean? And then you got to get mm-hmm. the pads back in and then they never seem to lay as flat or whatever. So I ordered this crazed yoga off of Amazon, their strappy sports bra. It is like a Lululemon, but it is of course, you know, half or a quarter of the price of a Lululemon, but it is strappy, which is super cute. And it has pads that stay in it. Like even when you wash it, like you, the pads stay put. It's like a good kind of heavy material, but not too heavy. It's supportive, but it doesn't feel like you're like being, I don't know, squeezed to death. Yes. Uh, yes. I just, I really, really like it. It's a great one. I got it in two colors and then I loved it so much that I immediately ordered two more colors. Um, okay. So and they have tons and tons of colors. They have tons of colors. I will say that if you're between sizes, I would probably size up. Um, okay. So, but I really like it. It's the best one I've tried in a long time. So I was really excited about that. That is high price. Yeah, it really, I mean, it's good. And it's so comfortable that like with the straps, I wouldn't, but like I could wear it under normal stuff and I wouldn't hate it either. So okay. there's that. Um, the next thing is I ordered these, these wide leg linen overalls. I went on a journey because Free People has something very similar to this and they were completely sold out at one point. And, but I was like, I love those. So I went on Amazon and I looked for wide leg linen overalls and I found these. They're and so I ordered cute. Them. Oh my gosh. I love them. They're so cute. They have adjustable straps. So you have several buttons so you can kind of pick which helps you know, with the mm-hmm. inseam situation where you can make sure that you have enough room in them, but they come in a lot of different colors. They are so darling. They're lightweight. They, I just, I love them. So they're like my new favorite. And so I love the long ones so much that I immediately went in search of the short version and they also come in a short version and I ordered oh, those too. Goodness. I know it's an abundance of riches. I love these. They're really, really cute. I got a medium. I probably could have gotten a small, but they do say that they shrink and they have okay. to be like, you have to dry them like flat and you can't put them in the dryer and all that stuff. So just know they're a little bit precious, but that's okay. It's worth it to me. Cause I think they they're are so super cute. cute. Yeah, yeah. I love and those. Just an easy thing to throw on with a t-shirt under them. And I wore them last night and they're just really comfortable. So. Okay. That's a great find. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. My next thing is um, I've been on a journey because, you know, there again, cause I'm supposed to be writing a book. So I've been doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> like I did get my makeup drawer organized last week. In case mm-hmm. you were wondering, I did mm-hmm. get some little jewelry drawers, um, but I has, have also ordered these. I decided that my kitchen sink area needed to look nicer because I tended to just throw my brush and my sponge in the sink Okay. And it was driving me crazy. And then I also ordered these um, glass soap dispensers to put my hand soap and my dish soap in. Well, um, those are lovely. Aren't they cute? And they come yes. in like, they come with a little tray, which I love because you're not setting them on the countertop. So it's like they come in a little tray so you can wash the tray out if you need to. Um, and it just looks cute to me. Like it looks very grown up to not have like your separate dish soap bottle and then your separate hand soap bottle. Like it mm-hmm. just looks like mm-hmm. a nice little match set. And so, you know, it's one of those small things that I was like, well, this pleases me. Now, here's what I'm I'm wondering is if I put all the dish soap in one of these containers, what, Mm -hmm. what's David's reaction going to be when he goes to squirt some dish soap and into like a a cup or on a plate or something. And he has, he has to go this route as opposed to, 
you know, turning something upside down. Yeah. I'm going to tell you based on Perry's reaction, not great, but okay. you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, no, I'm, you Listen, know, 26 years of marriage, what you going to do? You're yeah. going to, you're, you're going to adjust. You're yeah. going to get used to it. So. That's it. Let me have my glass bottles. That's, That's it. right. It is We're going to learn new things. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, what he doesn't know is now I'm also going to get matching ones for the shower. And so that's <laughs> really, he's going to be real excited about that. Uh, I can imagine. Uh huh. That is really uh really going to take us far. So, Mm -hmm. um, okay. The next thing I always love a gold hoop earring, and I had a pair, but they had gotten to where the backs were a little bit wonky, and I couldn't get them the way I wanted them. And so I've ordered these thin gold hoop earrings. Um, Uh I got the fifty millimeter size. They're ten dollars. I like the way they have a little latch Mm -hmm. in the back because then Mm -hmm. you're not messing with backs, and you don't have to worry about that situation you can't even tell that you're wearing anything. They Mm -hmm. come in different sizes. To me, this is just a great summer earring that I will wear until they don't work anymore. I've just placed my order. I took one pair of earrings to New York. I just, the pair I wore on the plane and they were a real lightweight gold hoop, Mm -hmm. a little different than these, Yeah, but they just, they went with everything. They were super thin, super lightweight. I think I'm past the point of really doing a lot of planning about jewelry, you know, when Mm -hmm. I travel. So that's a perfect travel earring. Yeah, it really is because they're light. And if you accidentally lose one, okay, you know, it's not a big deal. So I just, these looked perfect for summer. And if I'm out by the pool and I want to wear them there, I can, it's not going to matter. So um, this last thing was something that I had been debating forever. Oh, And I had really, because I was like, it feels a little pricey to pay for a robe. Um, but I really needed a robe. I had like this old Navy one that was fine. I had one I'd bought at Walmart. I had a Target one that is kind of seen its better days. And so I ordered myself one of these Mason Gray kimono robes. These I are got, beautiful. They're beautiful. And I'm telling you, it is the softest thing. Like I fully identify as a robe person now. Like when yes. I get up in the morning, like I don't, I don't like, I put my robe on. That's what I do. I wear my robe. I've become that person. It's so soft. It's so comfortable. It is like the perfect amount of like t-shirty cotton. And it's like, it feels thick and luxurious, but not heavy. Like it. it's for summer mornings, it feels so good. Um, it's super flattering on, like, it's just, it looks really pretty and feminine and, um, I just love it. So, um, what pattern did you get? I got the black stars. Okay. I really I love and the black stars. I love them too. Perry has taken to calling me Merlin when I wear it, which <laughs> is like, <laughs> listen, let him have it. He's having to squirt his dish soap out of that little thing. That's right. <laughs> it's just. He's angry about the soap. And so he calls me Merlin <laughs> in my black robe. And that's fine. But I just, I really love it. And I love this kimono style because it has these slits on the side that kind of come up. So it feels cool and comfortable. And I don't know. I just feel like a grown up in it is what I'm okay. saying. Um, we love you feeling like a grown up. Yeah. That's so fantastic. I really like it. And sometimes in stuff like this, like I debated between the small and the medium, I got the small. So I, I would say it runs like true to size and it's roomy. And you know what I mean? Because sometimes yeah. with pajamas, I'll do a bigger size because I want them to be. But this is plenty roomy, but I think they have so many cute prints. Um, I think that scarlet floral is so cute. Um, but anyway, I just love it. It's a great robe if you're looking for something or if you need a gift for somebody, it's a really nice gift. And I just, I'm a big fan. 
Well done with the yeah. five favorites. Well, thank Just you so much. Something for everyone. Something for everybody. So there you have it. All right. Well, here we are at the end of another episode. Yeah. And we wish the, the Aggies all the luck in the world tonight. Well, thank you so much. We'll see by this time next week. We'll know what has happened. I'll either be, I'll either be at a super regional or mm-hmm. I'll be home, you know, sure. and, and either way, it's fine. It's all fine. Okay. You're just as breezy as can be. Oh, I mean, just as, just who's more just casual about it all than Melanie Shankle? I know. Just, well, mm-hmm. it's it's the whole sera sera. Sera sera. It's the it's the whole thing of here's my thing. Like last week I posted something about Aggie football and people came on and they were like, Oh, I see you're starting to drink the Kool-Aid. And I'm like, it's really not that I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It's just that a world, even with bad Aggie football is better than no Aggie football. You know, I get that. I and get so that. I'm like, I don't, I'm not posting this with all these grand hopes of what I think it's going to be. It's just, I'm excited for that time of year to be here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. like the baseball, whatever happens, it's been so fun to watch a lot of baseball and the Aggies really have already done more than what I would have thought they were going to do earlier in the season. So, you know, it's all just a gift is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I, this is, this is a fantastic attitude. <laughs> Fantastic. When I text you tonight at 930, you're going to say, <laughs> I see that your attitude isn't what it was, but that's okay. Oh, right now, the, the, right now, the, the world is your oyster. That's right. You know, it's, I'm breezy. I'm so breezy. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. Yeah. We'll be back next week to talk about Boston, I guess, and to talk about what happened with baseball and some other things too. Yeah. And maybe you'll meet a friend on a ship like Sweeney Todd did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.